Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Signego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. It's Thursday today in our studio, as with everywhere else, I would assume, unless, of course, you're watching this on a day that isn't Thursday, and in that case, it's another day. But for us right here, right now, it's Thursday. Now, once again, I have made very adult purchases. Every time I've made a purchase in the recent month, well, I suppose it is a new month now. I will say right now that it is July, so happy July. Wow, it has been a lot of months, hasn't it? They really just fly by. And I feel like I say this every time a new month comes along, but it's true, it really didn't feel like an entire month had passed until it already did. But anyway, back to my recent purchases. I got paid, and that was very nice. And then I immediately went and spent money on stickers because it's very important to me that I have stickers. I didn't spend that much money, mind you, but just goes to show that with an adult mindset, anything is possible. Like, you can put your money to anything, any use you want. Stickers. Or more stickers. I, I don't know, my mind is really on stickers and frogs right now, so that's just where I'm at, you know. Stickers and frogs, most important things in my life right now. Stickers on frogs, frogs on stickers. Good. All good. Very good. Now, Tapioca and I were talking as I was making my sticker purchases, and she reminded me that I was recently asked about the tools necessary for the brainstorming process. This is an interesting question because I don't know if I would consider myself an expert on brainstorming, but I realize that I do it quite often. In fact, I even brainstormed about the possible reasoning behind the name being brainstorming. I didn't get very far with that one because, once again, I was just consumed by frogs, which is a very common theme, it would seem straight bars right there. Anyway, back to brainstorming. And when I was asked this question, I thought for a minute and then I realized the answer is quite simple, to be completely honest with you. The answer is pencil and paper or a pen and paper or perhaps even your iPad or your phone or a laptop, something just to write with. If you are really into ye olden times, you could get a parchment and a quill or even further, a chisel and a block in which to record your thoughts. It doesn't necessarily matter what the tool is so long as you can do it quickly and easily. So maybe the chisel and the rock wouldn't be the best idea, but you know what? Live your life, do what you want. I'm not here to control you and say what you can and can't use as a writing tool. What I am here to say is that that's all you need to start brainstorming or to really get it going is something to record your thoughts with. Now, when brainstorming, you're basically just throwing ideas out, typically with multiple people. In the context of what I'm talking about now and when I was asked the question, it was about podcasting and coming up with ideas for podcasting, specifically a mini-sode, which is, you know, just one episode, mini-sode. I think it is a mini-sode. Oh, well. So the context was within podcasting. So... When you start brainstorming, you know, it's very simple. We all understand brainstorming, right? If you're not familiar with the term, it's basically just bouncing ideas off and throwing things out there and just really letting yourself go in the idea department and just kind of saying whatever comes to mind and bouncing off with another person or multiple people to create ideas and develop storylines and characters and what have you, just sort of building something from nothing. 
Now, the reason I say that the only tools of the trade you're really going to need when it comes to brainstorming are something to write with is because there is something very important that you need to keep in mind when you are doing brainstorming, especially if it's like a high energy, very excited brainstorming session, is that people are going to talk over each other and ideas are going to get thrown to the side accidentally, not because they're not good, but just because the nature of a brainstorming session is chaotic and that is where the storm comes from, I would assume, is that it is you're on a boat at sea and the storm is rolling in. Again, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just an aspect of the brainstorming process that you just sort of have to live with. I think starting a brainstorming session with setting the understanding that, yes, we will talk over each other and ideas will be slipped on and forgotten, but that is not because we don't care about each other or value each other as creatives, but rather because it's excitement and it happens. And, you know, if you are really upset about it, just have a safe word or something that you can say, hey, I want to stop this so that I can get my ideas out because it's important to me and I feel like you're overlooking something. Now, going back to the writing utensils, it's very important to have your writing utensils handy because, as stated, it's chaotic and ideas are going to be slipped under the rug accidentally. So if you and your writing partners are each you know, scribbling stuff down, or you have one person who's the designated scribe or what have you, and they are writing down the ideas that they hear and what's being tossed out, and perhaps even you yourself writing down ideas that you didn't think the group heard or that you thought were a good idea, but maybe you'd change something, but you just didn't get your words out. Really just making sure that you write down as much of the brainstorming as you possibly can, you know, because it'll devolve into tangents and whatnot, again, just because it's the nature of a very thrown conversation. So making sure you have a backlog of everything that was said, or at the very least things that were said that were important to you, or things you said, or ideas you throw out. Basically just writing down whatever feels important to you. Now, this is a very important aspect of having a brainstorming session because it allows you to go back and see ideas that you had thought before. Say you're designing a mini-sode, as we are. Now, since we're just doing one episode, a lot of things that we're going to be throwing out will be scrapped inevitably. And that's just because we only have so much time, say about 10 minutes, for a script to start, finish, and end itself. We don't have time for complex plot lines, complex characters, and what have you. So when we're throwing ideas out at each other, it's known that a lot of these won't make it to the final cut just because, you know, we may not have enough time or because they are a bit too complex for the story we have to set up in the time limit. So having all of those written down is very crucial because it means that, hey, let's say your minisode gets picked up and someone wants to turn it into a full-length podcast. Fantastic. But if you didn't have your backlog of original ideas and what have you, you may start, you may get to the point where you're going to start writing and get completely lost because you don't really remember. You've sort of lost your grasp on your original ideas or the characters or maybe themes. But if you've had your scribe or you yourself scribed out the ideas you were throwing about, then you have something to fall back on and you have a backlog of new ideas, especially if you are doing a podcast or a multiple episode series and having all of these ideas and stuff that you threw out that maybe you haven't used, you can always go back to and then take those ideas and use them later. Say you threw out a whole plotline idea about this one character going on an epic journey through the forest and after some writing and revisioning and talking it over, you realize that for this episode, maybe the characters are actually going to be in the middle of the ocean. And you're a little bit upset because, hey, you had that really good idea for the forest thing, but, you know, for the betterment of the story, you move on. Well, then later, they're 
Well, then later you and your team are maybe struggling to come up with something and you remember that in your brainstorming session, you had basically plotted out this whole idea for this character arc in the forest and you throw that back out there and they realize, yeah, that would actually work really well here. Well, if you hadn't had all that written down, you might struggle again or really not have any more ideas and it can kind of hurt you in your podcast creative writing process. Now, I also want to say that it's important to, and it's expected, I think, to have multiple brainstorming sessions all the time, really. You don't really just have one at the beginning of your creative process and then never do anything again except use the ideas generated there. No, you should definitely have multiple brainstorming processes and keep the logs from each of them. And that way, hey, maybe in your first one, you threw out the idea about the forest thing, and then in the couple brainstorming sessions later, you generated an idea for a brand new character, and then bim, bam, boom, you got two things right there that you can use and maybe smash together and, you know, do a bunch of crazy cool stuff with. Now, an example in the Hush podcast, which I was a writer for, in season two, when we were working through it, we had character ideas that we wanted to implement later in the podcast. One of these was a very excitable wing boy. And we didn't have a whole lot of stuff, but he was just thrown out there in the brainstorming process and then sort of got lost. But then later when we were figuring out season three and we needed to introduce new characters, he came back and we actually created the character of Leo based off of that brainstorming session from forever ago. Now, Leo was also the character I voiced in the podcast. No, just that's just a good example because as we were writers, we had those backlog of character ideas and it was very beneficial to be able to go back and see that we had ideas that we could now use and shape to our imagination. Basically, a brainstorming session is creating the Play-Doh or the clay for when you will be shaping things later. And now you're mid-podcast work and you've got your clay from the previous brainstorming session and you're sort of always brainstorming, but having a designated brainstorming session where you'll exclusively be bouncing ideas and generating things is very important. But say you're mid-season and you're sort of running out of clay or the clay is getting kind of hard and dry and you're not sure you want to work with it anymore, then you can do another brainstorming session and create new clay. Maybe this time it's like a earth sepia clay and then you can mix it in with that other clay you had before and now it's a little bit of a different color but it's still good and it's still clay and it still works very well. This is maybe a complicated analogy but what I'm trying to get at is that constantly generate new ideas and have a backlog that you can pull from. Was this very long-winded just to get to that point? Yes, of course it was, but is that the point of the podcast? Yes, pretty much, exactly. To summarize, though, brainstorming is an important process where you and your friends or podcast mates or writers or whatever are just throwing ideas out there like you're in a big tennis court and each of you has one of those tennis court ball launchers and you're just pew, 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 you know, uh, more bad analogies, but there you have it. And it's an important aspect of the creative writing process because it allows you to just generate ideas carefree and writing them down and making sure you have a backlog of ideas is very handy for later down the line. And also because it allows you to use them for other things. Say, for example, during a brainstorming session for a podcast, you throw out this idea for this whole, like, sci-fi crime thing. And then you realize that uh, maybe that's not what we want to do for our podcast you want to do a fantasy love story instead, and that's the idea you end up going with. But you still have that cool idea for that sci-fi podcast. Now, maybe a year or so down the line, your fantasy romance has come to a close, or it's reached its natural conclusion, and you want to start something else, 
and you look back at your old brainstorming notes and you see, haha, a wonderful idea for a sci-fi crime podcast that you toss back out there and now it's the time. Now it's great. Now everybody wants sci-fi crime. Perfect. And you already have a setup of a couple ideas that you can toss back out there to get the brainstorming process restarted. And basically it's just helpful so that you're not starting from zero every time. Now, of course, you will have to start from zero at some point, but know that you're constantly pulling from other sources, so it's never really starting at zero, but just in the creative process, it may be starting with zero. But yeah, from there, if you have all your things recorded, you'll always just be building up ideas and coming up with new things based off of existing things, and you'll always have something to throw out there. Because sometimes a brainstorming session can find a lull, and you don't really want that in your brainstorming session because you want to keep it going and you want to keep ideas flowing as best you can until it reaches its natural conclusion in which you have something you're satisfied with and you want to work with. So having a backlog of ideas is helpful because then you can toss things out to get the conversation moving again. But I suppose there you have it. That's basically everything I know about brainstorming and the process and everything I would advise to you. So yeah, just write things down, have a scribe, and also be your own scribe and advocate for ideas. Well... That was quite a lot of information I was throwing at you, and of course it was littered with random analogies and side tangents, but hey, that is COVID operation for you. I was going to ask Tapioca if she wanted to do an outro with me, but she is asleep. This happens all the time. I can never get an outro with her because she decides that, ah, Peyton's recording, time to sleep. And I know that maybe it's better that she's asleep because if she's not, then she might be knocking over my microphone, but now I can't do an outro with her. Oh well. I'll do it by myself, as per usual. Oh, I also want to mention real quick before I forget that if you have any questions, comments, or concerns you want to ask about the show and you want to be featured on tomorrow's episode, it's Friday tomorrow, so woo-woo, Ask Peyton segment, you can go ahead and email those to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarcark.org, where they will be happily answered by me on Friday tomorrow. As I say, ask your questions loud, ask them proud, ask them in my email inbox. I look forward to hearing from you. Oh, and and one more, one more thing. Remember this week how I was challenging myself to try something new? I decided I'm going to try baking bread or some sort of pastry, if not bread. I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to do it sometime today. I will have created something. And if it goes well, I'll tell you. And if it goes bad, I'll also tell you. So wish me luck. I'm going to be trying something new. Ooh. All right. Well, that will actually do it for me for today. So thank you very much for tuning in. It is very appreciated. I hope to see you tomorrow. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you very much. Stay safe out there. See you tomorrow. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.